there, hello out there. Welcome to another episode of the Pickup Show. I am your host, Big Doc. My co-host right here, Al York from Al York Sports. What's going on, everybody? Hello. We're back. We are always We're back. We're back. We got some very, very big things coming up, man. I, I'm very excited about uh, our recent and most beneficial, generous sponsor that is actually allowing us to uh, do some recording in his establishment. So, shouts out to Godfather and Cheetahs. Yes, Thanks, sir. Lammy. Thank you. Yes, thank sir. you. Thank you. Uh, we can't wait to get there this thank Sunday, the August twelfth, and every Sunday from there on in at eight o'clock, we're gonna start with the live taping. So we encourage everybody to make sure that you get down there, have fun, come interact with us. You know, because we're definitely gonna talk to you. We want you to come and talk to us. We're gonna talk football. We're gonna talk basketball. We're gonna talk boxing. There's gonna be trivia. Uh, we're gonna have some giveaways, things of that nature. Free picks eventually. Yeah, free picks eventually. Um, right now we're still in the preseason because the end. FL is back. Yeah, it's it's back. officially back. Now, granted, it is preseason, but if you're a, a serious football head and have been joning, you know, I, I now have my methadone. You know, I don't have to smack the, the heroin straight into my veins. I'm, I'm good now. I'm good now. Football's back. I have my fix now. I can actually sit there and watch football, and I know that it's meaningful. Uh, we do have a very, I'd say large. We say large? Large? I think large, large is a good word to use. I guess we have a we have a large array of games coming up tomorrow night, uh, which is actually August 9th uh, for preseason. So I'm gonna run down a couple of games that I'm personally keeping my eye on: uh, the Browns and the Giants. You got Tyrod Taylor, you got Baker Mayfield, you got Odell Beckham. Not nah, he may or may not play, but you got Saquon Barkley. Like you have some of the most touted and talked about rookies that are coming into the game today that'll be facing off tomorrow. Uh, we also have the Steelers and the Eagles. Yeah. Now, I know, you know, some people don't really care for it, you know, but you got the Eagles that are coming off their Super Bowl win. Right, so right. they're starting their repeat campaign to see what they're going to do. Uh, personally, I'm interested to see in how they're going to handle the, uh, the Carson Wentz and Nick Foles situation because you have. Yeah, that's, that's, that's an interesting topic. It really yeah. is. I mean, yeah, it really you, is. you have. You have your starting quarterback that went down, and then you have the backup quarterback that everybody had kind of written off. But he came in and I wouldn't say they wrote him off. Oh, they wrote Nick Foles off. They oh, you mean Foles? Okay, I thought yeah. you said they wrote Wentz off. No, 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 no. no they Foles the one that was the yeah. real back. No, no, no. Foles was Foles was a guy, you know, and he did his thing right until you know he messed around and got himself hurt. But so let me let me ask you right now, okay. right now, you, let's say you run the organization of the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. Who you want right now to start the season beside the preseason? Let's take the preseason out. Who do you want to start? Because you got a a young guy Mm -hmm. that that took him on a crazy good run. Right. And then you had Nick Foles who came in and salvaged their season and won them a Super Bowl. Right. So I would think, I'm not going to say what I think. I want to hear what you think first. Who should be the starting quarterback right now for the Eagles? Well, make no mistake about it. Everybody knows, if you're really paying attention, everybody knows that Carson Wentz is the guy there. There's there's no getting around that. No, he's a future. That, that's well, no, no, his his spot his spot is solidified. The only reason he wasn't there was due to injury. But Carson Wentz, I believe, is going to be coming into the season this year with a chip on his shoulder because oh, technically that. he took them he took them pretty much all the way, but got derailed due to injury. So and let he, me stop you real quick. He was on an MVP run. Yeah, he was. A lot of people don't remember yeah. that. Oh no, no, without doubt. Without doubt, I honestly think I believe that. Okay. I, 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 
support you 100% with that. Okay. But I think that... That's why it's a tough choice for Peterson. But that's a, well, that's like I, a I'm good gonna, problem to have. I'm, not, I'm about to say, I'm not going to... I don't that's think a it's a good problem to have. I don't think it's a tough choice. What I do, what I do believe is Nick Foles is kind of a bartering chip. But at the same time, it's like, okay, well, what if Wentz goes down again? You know, you have that you have that safety blanket where you that's know that's a good problem. So I'm have. thinking that they're going to keep him. But my question is, how long can you really keep that dude? You have a Super Bowl winning quarterback as your backup. How long can you really? Yeah, he's going to want out eventually. He's going to want to get big money. He's right, get big money. Right, right, right. So it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting to watch that one unfold. Uh, you have the Texans and the Chiefs. Right. I'm very very interested in the Texans and the Chiefs because you have. Mr. Uh, the quarterback for the Chiefs, the young fella, uh, Mahomes, Pat, uh, yeah, Pat Mahomes, Mahomes, Pat Mahomes. From, uh, what was it? A Texas A and M? No, not A and M. Texas Tech. Right. But I'm I'm looking I'm looking very much into seeing what he's going to do because don't forget that this is a guy that they gave Alex Smith the boot for, right. which they shouldn't have. Alex Smith has been getting a real bad deal for the most part his whole career. He got booted out of Frisco behind Kaepernick, and you saw Kaepernick, uh, you saw basically Frisco fail. So now, you know, you're basically giving him the boot out of KC and for this new unproven rookie. Yeah, but this is the thing with Alex. He's proven that he can get you to the playoffs, but he can't get you over the hump. Mm. That's been no, no. That's been proven. Well, it ain't I, no. Mm, it's been proven. I will. I that's will, why they shipped them out to Washington. I will say. I will say that one year where he brought he brought Frisco there. They were in the NFC Championship. Like two games. times they were there. He failed. Well, well. I will say that one time it wasn't his fault. Oh boy, muffed that punt. Right. He muffed the punt. I mean, I don't think he deserved all the death threats he got. But <laughs> no, nah, he did. He did though. No, like, they, they ran him out of Frisco. Yeah, I, remember that I mean, could you imagine like some of the calls he got? Yeah. You know what? I'm really gonna hurt you. But that's near here nor there. Sorry, Frisco. Um, <laughs> but I'm I'm very interested to see how the Chiefs actually rebound. From losing Alex Smith, because right. when it when it really all boils down to it, he's a very good quarterback. He's a very good leader. He's proven. He's not going to turn the ball over like that. Um, one of the main things they said about Alex Smith is that he can't throw the ball downfield. And last year, he he went off. Right. He went off. So I'm interested to see what number one what he's going to do in Washington. Right. But really, more so, what Kansas City is going to do without him. Because, and another thing is is, is a money safe situation for the Chiefs. Yeah. Because yeah. Alex wanted that money, and they wasn't going to renegotiate over no, no, a big contract, so they're going they gonna to roll their chips on the young boy Pat Mahomes right. from Texas Tech. Uh, I'm with that. And then to round it off, we have the Cowboys and the Niners. <laughs> the Cowboys. That's my team on the, the low. Cowboys. Man. They just can't get it right. Well, they you, can't get it right, man. They like can't get right, man. <laughs> remember can't get right. I do remember can't get oh, right. Oh man! But I will, I will say with the Cowboys, I'm very interested to see what Ezekiel Elliott and Dak Prescott are going to do. Um, right now, they lost a very big piece of their receiving core with Des Bryant leaving, as well as with Jason Witten leaving. Right. So my retiring. thing is, well, yeah, retiring. So my thing is, he ain't there. Right, right, right. So that's a big piece that's actually missing. To where now, you know, let's see what your receiving core does. Because now with those two gone, whether Des Bryant played well or not, he still had to be accounted for. Right. You still had to account for that man. So with him gone and with Jason Witten gone, 
the focus is now on Ezekiel Elliott. The yeah, they're going to stack now, the line. They're going to stack that box, and they're going to force that Prescott have no good throw. receivers. No, you don't. So this is why I'm feeling bad for Dak, because and, mm-hmm. Dak had a mediocre year last year after right. having a great year, and right. you're not giving him no weapons. Well, that's that's that sophomore thing, man. Everybody knows about the sophomore thing. I know, thing, but you got to give him some weapons, man. He got no weapons. Well, I mean, no real weapons. Well, maybe, 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 uh, maybe Mr. Austin will step up. Who knows? You know, but I think that... The Cowboys are weak in the receiving, uh, the receiving core. Very weak. Man. And they're also weak, uh, with their DBs. They're weak in their secondary. So I think they're going to get beat a lot over the yeah. top. Sorry. Their, line, their defensive line and offensive line mm-hmm. is solid. Their linebackers is above average. Yeah. But if you can't, if you can't get to the quarterback, then really you leaving your safety and your, uh, DBs out to, out right. to dry. No, but I'm saying their line is better. They well, play, their line is a, it's a little bit better than it was last year. But at the yeah. same time, I, I really don't see like any major improvements that they made from last year to this year. Right. 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 But right. that's what interests me about the preseason because you get to see names that you normally wouldn't see before. Yeah, that's so, what I'm saying. Yeah, so now, you know, you see them. But don't take the preseason too serious because you can have guys have terrific preseasons because they're mm-hmm. playing against second and third teams. Yeah. And then when they go in the regular season when everybody's first team, you don't see that pursuit the same way. For some reason, it's lacking that pursuit. Well, we'll, they were providing through preseason. Well, well, we'll definitely see how that plays out. But stay tuned. We got more to talk about here on the Pickup Show, man. Make sure you guys come back. You won't be sorry. We got more to talk about. I'm going nowhere. On the Pickup Show, baby. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back to the Pickup Show. Again, I'm your host, Big Doc, my partner, my co-host, Al York from Al York Sports. Again, like I say, we have a lot to talk about, and now we're about to really get into the meat and potatoes. So I hope you're ready. Like I say, football season is back. Yes, sir. Al, what you got? Well, which teams tell the viewers and everybody turn, um, tuning in to us hmm. the sleeper teams that we think are going to come out this year? Not the good teams. We're going to leave the Eagles out. We're going to leave the Patriots right. out, the Saints okay. out. Okay. We're going to dig deep. Okay. I will say, starting off with me, I'm going to say the San Diego Chargers. I like yes. that. I mean, I'm sorry. The Los Angeles Chargers. I really got to get used to that. I honestly <laughs> wish you guys would go back to San Diego. San Diego's not being so cheap. But I will say the Chargers are a serious team, in my opinion, a serious team to watch. Now, granted, for the past couple of years, they've been able to injury bug. But yes. if you really look yes. at it across the board, from their running back to their receivers, they have the four tallest receivers in the NFL sitting on one squad. Yeah, but do. each receiver – even know that they're tall. Yeah. One is speed. One is muscle. One is precision route running. Like they have all of this. What do you and think they, about Mike Williams? I think Mike Williams. Uh, he's coming in with a chip on his shoulder. Most of he's because he got injured, injured and well. he started. He started well. You know, he didn't do. You know, he didn't do bad. So now he's really coming out with something to prove. Right. And don't forget, you still have Old Faithful. I wish you would retire. You can barely run, but you're still there. Antonio Tony Gates. Gates. <laughs> um, just when you count this dude out, all of a sudden he magically appears and he's yeah. either catching a touchdown or a first down or just doing something to wreck your whole card. Yeah. Thanks, Antonio. But honestly, I think in my opinion, I think the San Diego Chargers are very, very strong uh, right. to come out of the AFC. I'm going to support you on that. The problem with uh, the Chargers the last couple of years has been they started off real slow due to the fact of the injury bug mm-hmm. and they wasn't winning the close games. Well, no, they weren't. So but if they can somehow, with Phillip Rivers, and they got a lot of veterans, true. somehow pull off these closed games early in the season, mm. 
They in the playoffs. I will I will say they in the playoffs. I will say the Chargers will probably start off a lot faster than normal as long as they can stay healthy. Yeah. My top two honestly, my top two teams in the AFC West are gonna be the Denver Broncos and the uh LA Chargers. LA Chargers. LA Chargers. I think the Raiders are gonna make a push, but I think they're gonna fall short. Number one, they can't deal with Khalil Mack, so that's just what that is. But my my major team out of the AFC West to watch and really come on strong is going to be the San Diego Chargers. Okay, okay. So I'm going to counter that. We got a couple teams, correct? Yeah, we do. Go ahead. Okay, I'm going to counter that with the uh, San Francisco 49ers, uh, Jimmy G. You know, they got Lynch and GM. They got the new coach over there. I mean, I like everything that's going on. They're they very positive over there now. And I know they just won five in a row. I know you can't get too hyped over that, especially when they was already out the playoffs. But I believe in Jimmy G, bro. I, I, I believe in Jimmy. I'm a Jimmy G believer. Being behind Tom Brady for four or five years, mm-hmm. paying his dues with the Belichick system, I, Jimmy G is ready right now. Man. I, Playoffs. I'm, I'm going to say they're going to make the playoffs. I, I can't get behind that. And it's nothing against Garoppolo. But this is San Francisco we're talking about. I just don't see them. a lot of talent, though. I, honestly, I just don't see them having enough. Now, don't get me. Let's look at what's. You know, they picked up Sherman. They picked up a few guys. Forster's coming then, back. Hold on, but you you picked up Sherman off of a, off of a uh, uh, Achilles off of a torn Achilles tendon. That's not something to come back easily from, you know. But what what I am saying is, think about who you do have in the NFC West. Right. You still have Seattle. I think you, Seattle's you, tanking. You you still have you have Arizona. Arizona the Cardinals are still I think they're tanking still. But you the have Rams. the Rams. The Rams. You have okay. the Rams. That's so the team to beat in the division. They bulked up on defense. They got better on offense. No, no, they did. They did. So honestly, my team coming out of the NFC West is going to be yeah, the Rams. Rams. I agree with you. But I'm, I'm honestly, I'm not completely sold. On Garoppolo just yet, I think he still needs to to really prove a lot to me and to a lot of people because you got your money, and we've seen what happens in San Francisco when you give the quarterback a whole lot of money. They they basically take a poop on you, Kaepernick. Yeah, but this they, guy changed the culture in that locker room in just five games. That's that's but I mean, they, but think about who he was playing against. Now, granted, these guys are still NFL players. But they basically beat a few good teams. They beat Tennessee. They beat Jacksonville. They beat Jacksonville's second team. They didn't beat Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville's first team played the whole first half and they whacked them in the first half. Then they they beat they beat Jacksonville's third string Uh, preseason team. No, this is different. This is different because Jacksonville pretty much had their spot solidified. They knew this, but they played the first half. I'm not watch that. Game. Like I said, I can't. I can't give them that. Okay, I can't. I, I, can't, I can't give him that. I'm so what I'm anxious to see is now that you've because you don't think they have a better record than last year. That's what you're telling me. They may, but they still have to get out of their own conference. You said they're going to make the playoffs. You believe they're going yeah, to make the playoffs? They have to get out of that conference. Okay. Because no matter how you look at it, Seattle's still tough on defense, even with what they lost. Um, you still have Arizona, who's also tough. Fitzgerald's still there. Arizona's they got their running back back from uh, injury. Coach is gone. It's too but many, too many it's, things it's, going on. Honestly, there, I, I really think that I think that Frisco is going to be fighting for third or second place. Okay. They. I don't. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs this year. I think they're going to have a letdown. Okay. I really do. So That's I got nice. them in the playoffs. You don't. Okay. Who's I the do. next team you are? I will expecting? say the, the Cleveland Browns. I think the Cleveland Browns are going to show a lot of people 
different than what they showed I mean, they all went 16. I mean, you well, figure they listen, can only go okay. up. No, no, no. You got to give me more than that. You can't with, just with say they're going to have a better season. You can't. You give can't. me how many wins you think they're going to well, have. If you let me finish, I will. No, no, no. I'm not going to let you finish. Then, you're then you can't say, you can't say give me something and then say I ain't going to let you finish. Give me something. Don't just say they're going to have a – always 16 – they can only go up. Al, if you watched a lot of those games last year, it's not like they just got blew out the water. They didn't. They were in a lot they of those. choked in every game. They were game in a lot of those games. And choked. They were either leave. Regardless of if they were they choked or not, they were still in it. They were still competitive. Give the viewers how many wins you think. I'm predicting six. I will go Over five and I will go on the limb and say seven. Okay. I'm going to go on the limb and say the Cleveland Browns are going to go to the book and make that bet because they got them five and a half. Yeah, no, I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll yeah, put, I'll put you like that many to win. Yeah, you like seven. That's like an automatic win. No worries. No worries. So that's where I'm at with the Cleveland Browns. You got a good squad coming in. Yeah. Um, but they feel like the Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor is going to be your starter. Jabril Peppers, hopefully, will right. show up on defense. I agree with you. Uh, what's the uh, number one pick? Uh, what's his name? Miles something Miles. Uh, the number one pick last year, the big boy uh, on the line. Oh, defense. Yes. Yeah. Well, either way, they're definitely going to roll through. So I think Cleveland's going going to come out and show something different for everybody. Okay. Uh, let me get the last one before we go on the break, real All quick. Right. I like the Giants. Giants were like uh, what were the three and thirteen. I'm predicting the Giants to win eight to nine games. If you got them eight in the Super Bowl. Uh, for future wins, take it. Don't take anything over eight. Giants will win more. They solidify their offensive line. Saquon Barkley, Eli's going to play, you know, with more courage and, and more confidence because now he knows he has talent around him. Eli feeds off of talent. When the talent starts disintegrating is when he starts playing bad. Take the Giants over. They will have a better season. Oh, and shout out, my bad, Miles Garrett. That's a, that's a, that's I'm scared. Thanks for getting that. Uh, you know, get my, my producers were in my ear, you know, on, 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 on the mic. Let me know. He's got to uh, step up. He's got to he step up. I think he will. Because he played like really bad last year. He's I think he step will. Up. But I will tell you, uh, come back. There's something important that we're going to touch on so you don't want to miss this conversation. You don't. On the pickup show, baby. Don't know where. Hey, hey, welcome back to the pickup show. Uh, again, Big Doc. Al York from Al York Sports. Uh, we do have a topic that we do want to discuss. Personally, I'm just I'm just giving my personal opinion. I'm extremely tired of talking about it, but at the same time, it's something very important uh, that I think everybody has their own view on. So, Al, yeah, basically, the uh, we're gonna go back to the national anthem. I couldn't get specifics. I was uh, reading up, and what I'm t what I'm hearing is like a couple players are still gonna kneel, knowing or knowingly are gonna get they're gonna be getting fined, and they they don't care if they get fined. They're gonna they're gonna just kneel doing the national anthem. Me personally, I think it's wrong. I think they should take that to the locker room because they already proved their point. This was done already. Now, I want to hear my boy DOC's take on this because he's got a lot to say about this, and I, I'm just interested myself. I've spoken on this before. It's like beating a dead horse because everybody's going to have their own opinion on it. Everybody's going to have their own view on it. Uh, whatever your view is, it's yours, and it's yours alone. Uh, me, myself, I, I see no problem with the kneeling. It is a silent protest. People say that they're offending the vets or things of that nature. Let me stop you real quick. They're already beyond that. So now that's why they're setting these fines up. So again. No, 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 listen to me. You're trying to be funny. I'm being serious. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm being serious. Listen, listen. 
they 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 on level two is what I'm trying to say now. And you still all right with the kneeling after going through level two? That's what you're telling me. There's not a point that the players just go, you know what? We made our point. Let's move on. What point did they make? The point they made. Kaepernick and them made a point where they were kneeling. What was what no was the what. point that they made? Because now, because now what you're looking at is you took something that was peaceful, you took something that was silent, and you turned it into something that it shouldn't have been in the first place. Right, right, right. This this was not about the flag. This was not about the vets. This was not about any of that. It was, it was, about, um, it was a silent protest. Matter. It wasn't even about Black Lives Matter. It was just a silent protest of injustice. Right. Period. Period. So once your commander-in-chief, because I'm not going to call him the other word. Right. Once he decided to stick his nose into it, that got everybody riled up. They got everybody riled up. And they turned something that was a peaceful protest into something that it shouldn't have been. They turned it into, oh, well, he's disrespecting this. He's disrespecting that. No, he's not. He's disrespecting the vet. I'm a vet. I served 14 years United States Navy, proudly. And I was not offended. I was at an event the other day. The national anthem was played. I did not stand up. I didn't kneel, but I didn't stand up. So it's not its not more so of disrespecting anything. There's no disrespect. You're not stopping the game from being played. I can understand if his protest was before the game was played, he ran on the field, took the football and tee, and then took off. Okay, I agree with you. But the other parties, whoever they are, feels it is a disrespect. So now you got yourself and a lot of others thinking it's not, but then you have other people that think it is. So how okay. do we salvage this? You know what? For the ones that feel that protesting an injustice, that protesting someone being mistreated or murdered in cold blood, but getting no repercussion as to what you've done, because we've entrusted you with the with the authority to protect and serve well, our neighborhood. So for those of you who feel offended, let your child get killed. Let your grandfather get killed. Let your grandmother get killed. Let let it land on your doorstep. And then you tell me how you feel. Tell me if you're not going to go out there and march. See, you can sit here and easily say, oh, well, I feel offended because he's disrespecting the flag. Until something happens to you. Until it happens to you. It always it always differs. You always have your I opinion agree. Agree. until I, something hits home with you. I, I concur. Um, and tell them that other stuff you told me that 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 the I love national, that. The national I love anthem, that. the national anthem, the American national anthem, United States of America national anthem has three verses. You only hear one. Which is which one of the three? You hear the very beginning. Okay. You hear the very okay. beginning. Now, what I will say is that third verse, and I will read it off to you. I have it written down. No refuge could save the hireling and slave, who were slaves back then, from the terror of flight or the gloom of the grave, and the star-spangled banner in a triumph doth wave over the land of the free and the home of the brave. Basically, that's letting you know we're going to kill slaves and there's nothing you can do about it. Wow. We are going to kill you black people. There's nothing that could save. There's nothing. You can go where you want. You can hide where you want. We're going to find you. We're going to kill you from the terror of flight. So if you run away, we're going to track you down and kill you or the gloom of the grave. Who was that written for? Who was it written by? But you want me to stand for that? 
You want me to remove my hat? You want me to put my hand over my heart for that? He's saying it like it's supposed to be said. Not like the way they're saying it on ESPN, on Fox One. DOC is telling you like it should be said. So you can you can sit here and say what you want. You can feel how you want. You can follow Trump. The more the more the merrier. Follow him. That's fine. But just realize, like I said, until it happens to you, until you see your child laying dead on the ground for going home, and all you had was a pack of Skittles and fruit punch, you ain't got nothing to say to me. I mean, Doc, not to bring this back, but they was hurt over the OJ. And they they wasn't even related. They was hurt over that. Imagine, like you said, it if it hits home. Like, really hits home. Well, you know what? You guys can be like hurt. Like, it hit home on us. It hit home a lot. I got a lot of friends that died through police. Well, I mean, you a can... A little man piece that died. He got killed by a cop. You can be upset about OJ getting away with it, but we can also get upset about Trayvon Martin. We can get upset about yeah. Emmett Till. We can get upset about Medgar Evers. We can get upset about Huey P. Newton, even though he was killed by a black person. But either way, there's a lot that we can get upset about. So be happy that we're peacefully protesting. Because this could definitely turn into something that is not. But what I want to know is, where's Farrakhan? What are you doing? Where's Jesse Jackson? What are you doing? I heard Farrakhan speak upon it, man. Dude, talking not- about it talking about it and being there is two different things. Where are you at? Matter you said fact, some strong stuff. Matter well, fact, I'm, I'm you know what? You. I don't care what you say, Farrakhan. You're pretty much based in Chicago, right? What's going on in your city right now? Where are you at? Umar Johnson, where is you at? What can do? What can he do? If you talk, if you preach black Besides unity, talking, what can he do? If you preach black unity, you better get your ass out there in them streets and do something about it. Back in the day, with the people that he dealt with, he dealt with the Malcolms, the Martins, the Meggers. These people were about their business. They went out into the streets to the people. Well, they I, didn't. They didn't hide behind the nation and just talk. Yeah, I got. They get went you, out. I got to get you that work he was saying. He was saying like he's ready to take. Dead lives, like they taking our lives. That's how far he took it, man. But we don't know if that's happening or not. He's not going to go on a boo on and just talk about that. You don't know what's really happening. Did Charlie Manson take a life, or did he send people out to do it? So don't, don't. I don't want to care. I don't care about what you say. I'm more focused on what you do. But again, no, I will not stand for the national anthem, and that's just the way I feel about it. If you feel differently, that is your right. That is your First Amendment right. Do what the hell you want, and I'm going to do the same. Al? We'll be right back. To pick a show, you heard it from DOC. Action. Hey, welcome back. And again, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, we actually have a special guest coming all the way from the East Coast via Skype. Yes, uh, sir. Very special dude. Uh, very much in tune with AAU basketball. Uh, very extensive background in it. Actually, look out for him. He has a magazine. It's called Check Ball Magazine. Uh, we have Mr. Latell Ball. I'm sorry, Latell Vaughn. <laughs> we have Latell Vaughn here via Skype. Latell, how you doing, man? Welcome to the Pickup Show. Good evening, man. I'm glad I'm on here. It's a good show. A lot of good topics. Uh, on the field, off the field. Cultural, dying cultural. I'm glad I'm here. It's 
only got to meet y'all. I talked to you a few times on the phone. Yeah. But, um, you know, I'm glad to meet y'all on the Skype that we'll soon see each other in person. No doubt. That's her. So, hey, you said if we needed anything from you, that you'd do it, right? So what I need is some of that New York water because I heard it's the water out there in New York that makes the pizza great. Okay, okay. New York is, <laughs> is a big apple, a media apple in the world. <laughs> stories. You know, my guy right there, he's from uh, Manhattan. They got a lot going on in Manhattan, a lot of money down there. Yep. So, hey, you know, Philly, we the first capital. There's some good things going on here. One thing we want to get rid of that will slow it down is crime. Indeed. So my question, you, you do a lot of you do a lot of coverage on uh, AAU and uh, basketball as far as, you know, a lot of high schoolers and people that are coming up. Uh, you cover a lot of these tournaments. So my question to you, number one, is did you play yourself? cool with me. I mean, I have an AAU background myself. I'm not sure if you remember Mr. Izzy Washington who ran Slam Jam, uh, Slam and Jam out in California. That was, uh, that was a yeah, real... Huh? Yeah, he away a few years yeah. Ago. yeah, rest in peace, Mr. Washington. Yeah, I was, I was uh, a very, very, uh, very, very Good ball player within Slam and Jam. Um, I definitely enjoyed it. It definitely meant a lot to me, you know, and I really thank uh, Mr. Washington, the late, great Mr. Washington, for giving me that opportunity. He gave a lot of kids a lot of different opportunities that they probably would not have been afforded had they not have been able to play. You know, a lot of us basically stayed off the streets and on the court, thanks to Mr. Washington. So that, you know, I, I definitely owe him a debt of gratitude for everything that he did for us, you know, as far as playing basketball. Now, with that being said, how did you get into covering uh, AAU basketball? Um, playing myself, being a late bloomer, um, Philadelphia had a league called the Sunny Hill League, mm-hmm. which Izzy Washington, he kind of got a lot of the concepts from through a guy named uh, Wall Hazard, rest in peace, who started UCLA. Mm-hmm. I remember that name. So we had, uh, I'm a young guy, as I was getting better, and I love to compete. We had so many good players. I'm like, why he ain't in school? Why he not doing this? Why he not doing that? And then you're talking about, you talk about the early 90s, you talk about like, that's the drug era. You know, right, right, right. stuff going on. So I'm like, damn, why, why, why this boy good? Why he not doing this? Why he not doing that? And the Hill League was like, I'll slam and jam. Right. Right? Okay. So, I, I 
Specific reasons, right. though. California did have, and I'm, I'm blessed to actually been able to play in both of them. Uh, it was Superstar Camp, and people came from all over the world to play in Superstar Camp. That was at uh, Cal State San, uh, UC Santa Barbara. Oh, 
was going to say Cal State. UC Santa Barbara. <laughs> that was uh, that was something very major. And then the other one was uh, the Dana Pump Camp. So those two, those two, and they they went down in the summer. You know, so we have people coming from everywhere to play in those two particular camps, as well as the uh, Las Vegas summer leagues. So this this has been going on for quite some time, and I think that what I think it's been more uh, media mediatized, if that's a, a word to use. But from where it was to where it is now, I think it's doing somewhat of an injustice to our kids. And the reason I say that is because they're bringing it. I don't know where where it was more so about pure talent, you know, and people like really out there grinding. We we always knew who the players were, and we knew where they were. I think it's different now. They're getting more exposure, but now what you have now is more people that are like really trying to dig their claws and get into these kids. But we're gonna get into that in a hot second. All right, so hang on, Latell. We'll be right back. Right back on the pickup show. Yes, more sir. from Latell. Tell, won't go, won't go nowhere. All right, welcome back to the Pickup Show with your host, Big Doc, my man Al York, and then our special guest, Mr. Latell Vaughn. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All the way from the East Coast. East Coast. Uh, thank, uh, being nice enough to actually Skype in and be on the show. Uh, before we left, Latell, we were actually talking about a few of the, a few of the camps that we actually got, well, that I got to play in and dealt with a lot of the ball players, and uh, now how the media is kind of taking it over, where you know they're spotlighting certain players. So I think that now more than ever, and I think that Shea Cotton is one person, and you'll see it in this documentary because I actually got to watch Shea Cotton. I played with Shea Cotton. I played with James Cotton. What they did to Shea was wrong. But at the same time, what Shea did to himself was wrong because Shea wasn't, Shea wasn't humble. Shea was more so entitled. So when the things didn't go his way, he kind of pushed. He pushed in a, in, a, in a way that he shouldn't have, and I think that really played a part into uh, into how he ended up as far as his basketball career. Because he was a damn good player. He was he was definitely a man child. Like the way that he was built, Shea Cotton was LeBron before LeBron actually got there. He was LeBron in high school. Is that right? Oh yeah, the body that LeBron has now, Shea had that in high school. Oh wow! And he was left handed. Wow. He was nice. And he had hops. Ridiculous hops. Yeah, he just wasn't 6'9". No, nah, nah, he wasn't, but he he was strong. He was strong as Knox. Well, I mean, it could be because his daddy held him back a year. But regardless <laughs> of fact, he was strong as an ox, man. And I, I'll always give him shots. With, you know, he was, a, he was a damn good ball player, man. He was a damn good ball player. I just wish that his – I wish that his talent could have uh, materialized a lot more than what it did. I think I think Shea could have been one of the great ones. We had a lot of guys like that in every sport that could have yeah. been like man. one of the greatest. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, I agree with that. But um tell man, tell us tell us about Checkball magazine before we get up out of here. I got one form too. Oh, okay, okay. Oh my bad. Hold on. Before you do that, Al, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get you out your comfort zone a little bit, Latell. I'm gonna shoot you two names and you just tell me immediately what comes out of your dome piece, man. Pearl Washington. There you go. But he, he, had, he had that he 
Chanel show to shake and bake, shake you up, and then give you the smile and the score. And then Aaron, he was the most exciting guard in college basketball. His NBA career wasn't as good as people expected. That's that's well, that's what I wanted to see if you knew. I know you knew that other stuff, but that's what I wanted to hear. Based on the playgrounds of Brooklyn, from all my people tell me that when he played in the parks, the era. Everybody came to see him. Yeah, Pearl was that dude. Now, he got his name from a Philly guy, though. Earl of Pearl Monroe. Yeah, you know. I got to meet Pearl in 2001 up in Syracuse. And we became close friends. And I talked to him about, uh, he died in 2016. I talked to him, I think, 2015. When he was um, doing some stuff with the TPT. But he was a good dude off the court. And... Right, right. No, you know what? From I expect you, you're a student of the game. I expect you. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I can't, I can't allow the next question to go out. Because right now, my partner's trying to stump you. No, and no, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> he said he gonna bring you out your comfort zone. You, you, there's, there's no out of your comfort zone. No, no. What I'm, Doc, what I'm trying to get out of him is he's answering all your questions with ease. I just want to get him out the norm. Which I knew he knew this, but I didn't. I want him to get detailish, which he is. No, no, I, I, I get which that. Which he is, by the way. No, no. I got another name for you because you got to get off the air real soon. And this is easy if you know your stuff. Earl Manigo. There you go. Uh, movie called Rebound. Don uh, Cheadle. Promoted well from the Rucker in the sixties era. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar said he was the best player ever. I met his grandson a while back, but from what I'm hearing, the people, my OGs tell me he was a great leaper, but not really skilled, but they say he was great. Uh, matter of fact, Pee Wee Kirkman, who I'm doing an event with next week in Philly, mm, nice. he told me, you know, he was a little after Earl, but he said Earl was good, but it was more about his athleticism than his overall skill set. Got you, got you. I just got uh, one name. I don't, I don't got his own name, but this guy was making noise back in the days. You ever heard of a Yoda? Yoda, the name familiar, but not. Yeah, Yoda was like. I mean, I, I never got his whole name, but he trained Jedi's. No, no, Yoda was official, man. Basketball town in uptown Manhattan and all that. So wait, so he came from indoor and played basketball at the Rucker. Yoda played played everywhere uptown, man. So he trained Jedi's and played basketball. Uh, shut off. Well, well, either way, uh, just you know, just a couple of issues. But uh, Latell, man, thank you, thank you for for coming on to the pickup show. Uh, definitely gonna be checking out Checkball Magazine. Look for that. Uh, yes, sir. Checkball Magazine. It's been a blessing, man. Actually, I'm looking forward to actually meeting you when you come out here to Vegas. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Pickup Show. Hope you enjoyed that interview with Latell Vaughn. Make sure you check out uh, Checkball Magazine. Yes, Support sir. that brother. He's uh, definitely doing something good for the youth out there playing basketball from the East Coast to the West Coast. And doing everywhere it with passion. Between. Doing yeah, it with passion. Because we love it, man. So yeah. definitely check him out and support him. Thanks for coming on. For sure. You have an announcement to make. Something special went down in baseball today. Yes, yes. Bartolo Colon of the Texas Rangers. Got his 246 career win, making him the all-time leader from all Latino pitchers. And he just surpassed Dennis Martinez 
AKA El Presidente. Mm. So this is big news for Latino guys like myself. Salute to Bartolo, the guy's like 47 years old. I don't know how he keeps doing it. Future Hall of Famer, congratulations, Bartolo Colon. Now we're going to immediately jump to a topic that I want all of y'all to really listen to. We're going to jump into the Drew League. Drew League. Which is basically like the ruckus in the East Coast. But mm-hmm. it's in the West Coast. Yes, it is. So Big Doc's going to guide you on the Drew Lee story. Tune in. Uh, something real stupid went down at the Drew Lee this past weekend. Now, I will say, you know, it is where it is. But it's a very good league. They do a very good thing out there in L.A. Doc, how long has this league been going for? Drew League's been going on for years. As long as, like, the Ruckus? Because Ruckus has been for years. About the 70s. It started. By okay, the, I'm surprised I've really never heard of it. Well, it, it hasn't. It didn't get the notarization that the Rucker got. But okay. everybody in L.A. Well, I thought you was going to make me look stupid right now. Like, no, no, where no, you no, been no. at, Al? No, 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 no. Okay, no, no, no. Okay. It, it, didn't get the, it didn't get the recognition that the Rucker did. But at the same time, everybody in L.A. knew about the drill. He's got some ballers in there. Yeah, big time. Okay. So what I what I will say is, you know, for everything good that they do, you're always going to have an idiot. And unfortunately, this idiot is a well-known idiot. Game. The rapper. Game. The game. Game. Nah, it, you know, uh, Triple H didn't like him call himself the game, so he had to take the off and just now. Oh, is this straight game? Yeah, it's just okay. game. Okay. Jason, better yet. Look, fam. We understand that you want to be this 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 hardcore gangster guy, and you have this persona that you want to keep up and things of that nature. Unfortunately, damn. But look, you the first time you did it, you sucker punched a cop, and you got yourself in trouble for that at the Drew. This time, you sucker punched one of your own teammates. But the bad part about it, in both instances that you sucker punched both of these people, neither one of them fell. Explain so they that. Got a one hit acquitted in. No. No. The only time that you beat up somebody, like that you really beat up somebody that we saw is when you did that to forty Glock. But that's that's off the that's off of what I'm talking about. Right. Look, man, you really need to realize what you're doing and understand that people are watching you. Kids are watching you. The Drew League is not there for that. It's there for competition. You're there to compete. You're there to have fun. At the end of the day, the Drew League is about love. What you did, like really embarrassed yourself. God, I'm a little lost though. What he what, what? He beat up his teammate? Yeah, he sucker punched his teammate. I could see if you went after the opposing team. No, no he sucker punched his teammate. Over what? Because he didn't get the they, ball? I'm not sure what the what the argument was about, but you can see him on the tape, you know, they they're kind of bantering back and forth. And, and game he punched him over from the back. No, right? no, no. He he walked up to him to the side. But if me and you were teammates, you wouldn't Won't expect, expect me to punch you. Yeah, yeah, I agree. No, nah, he walked up to him, they were sitting there talking, and he, he hit him. You know, with everybody there. Yeah, but then and the thing is, they square up, right? From there, squaring up, and I'm thinking, okay, game said he boxes. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to see what he can do, right? This joker puts his head down and does one of these numbers. Start swimming. Yeah. Oh, what, what really kills me is somebody came out of the crowd, which was a serious punk move, and you can see him like kind of sizing dude up to make sure he didn't turn around. Throws a sucker punch to the back of the dude's head. Dude falls. For not even watch them. Yeah, they tried to pack him out. But oh, somebody picked man. him up, you know what I'm saying, and, and kind of got him out of there. But what I'm going to say, like, honestly, man, that's that's some punk stuff, man. It's a bad luck, like, man. Like, real talk. If you man enough to sucker punch somebody, then you best be man enough to take that fade. Honestly, I think you were going to lose because who fights with their head down? Game. You know, you say you're a real street dude, but you fight with your head down. Game. Shame on you, Jason. What's your issue? 
You know what I'm saying? How about we get back to what the Drew League is about, which is playing basketball. I have somebody that goes to the Drew League every week, watches the game. Very good friend of mine. He told me about your team. You know, you guys will play ball, but when the game gets close or if you guys are losing, then you come into that whole gangster try to intimidate people. Man, knock that off, man. Right, 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 right. And realize where you sitting. You think because of who you are that people won't roll you up? You ain't the hardest dude walking the street, gang. Sorry, man. That, that's just honest to God's Damn, truth. Damn, it's sad to hear that because I thought by now nah. he made change. Because oh, I heard of this like 10, 15 years ago. Man, I ain't worried about that like cat, man. But either way. Why man. they even got him in the league, though? Because he plays basketball. A lot of people play in the Drew, man. From yeah, stars you, you to ball. you know how he is, though. Do they, the, the Drew League need him like that? Well, I, I think he's probably going to be on his way out after this one. I hope so, man. So what but you're telling me I, about I hope things do. about the Drew League, yeah. it's a bad look. All right. Well, either way, you know, game, you embarrass yourself, you embarrass your team, and you embarrass the Drew League. Well, actually, you embarrass yourself because the Drew League is going to keep going. You embarrass yourself. But that's pretty much all we have for this week, man, because we yeah. gotta, we gotta save some for Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunday's coming. Yeah, I still got a lot of stuff, but we, let's push it over to Sunday. Sunday, Sunday Sunday's coming. Yeah, man. you know, I keep heat though. I keep heat, but we're gonna put some of that yeah, heat for got, Sunday. Well, no, we, we, we gotta give you guys something for Sunday. We yeah. gotta, we gotta yeah. want, bring you one more. You know, we can't, right, we right. can't just give you the whole steak. We're gonna give you a little corner of it and then have you come yeah. back and get the rest. You wanna give them the fat part? Well, <laughs> it's the fat that makes the steak good. <laughs> I'm going to get you a steak and a pork chop. <laughs> no chops. <laughs> well, you know, no chops. I eat it. Well, we eat the pork together. It's all good. Oh. But definitely from a – and if you do notice, if you do notice, I'm wearing something special today. Shows that I did go to college. I did pledge. I did graduate. Shouts out to my fraternity, Phi Beta Sigma. Most importantly, my brother, Daniel Williams, who actually got married on Tuesday. Still upset because you got married on a Tuesday. Who gets married on a Tuesday? But congratulations to you and your wife, Michelle. I wore this, you know, because of y'all. So Indeed. definitely uh, congratulations. I was very honored to be there at the wedding, be in it. So just wanted to give that shout out. Safe travels home. Uh, what you got, Al? Basically, salute all the uh, Vegas teams. You know, the Knights, the Aces, the Raiders. We're going to bring the Raiders all in Cheetahs this weekend. I can't wait for you guys. You guys better show out because we showing out. So just meet what we doing and everybody happy, man. And shout out to the LES. I love y'all all. Thank you. Shouts out to Cali from Gardena, Raleigh Park, all the way to the Fabulous 50s, baby. You know we love you. It's the pickup show. Make sure you tune in on Sunday because it's going down. Live taping. See you later. Yes, sir.